and welcome to episode 15 of the Cloth Nappy Geek podcast. Could you get anything more quintessentially British than living on a narrowboat? Well, today I am joined by Andrew and Jess and their gorgeous little boy who are doing just that. Although they are fairly new to cloth, they have found using cloth nappies really straightforward and even share some tips for how to travel with your cloth nappies. today hi hello hi um so first could you give us a bit of an insight as to what life's like living on a narrow boat it's quite unique for people to live on them full time um like what's your daily routine like um are you static do you move around and what are the pros and cons of your lifestyle Mm. Uh, yeah okay so we um we used to move around until about three four months ago four or five months ago we now have a mooring um in leicestershire with a garden um and uh yeah there's pros and cons of each of those when we were moving we kind of would move every two weeks but um it's great now we've got all this kind of extra space and uh, we've actually got a couple of outhouses on the mooring um which is really helpful for storing like lots of baby tats which we found we accumulate It was handy um, for the birth as well. It was handy for the birth, yeah, we had a home birth uh, and labour on the boat, but then um, was born on the on the land. Um, yeah, there's lots of pros and cons. I guess um, this time of year is at, it's when it's at its hardest. Um, it, it, yeah, it's, you very much notice the seasons when you're on a boat. In the summer, the, the space and the outdoors and the sun, it all feels very open and very easy and warm and um in the winter it's a bit harder we're a lot more inside and it's not a big space but it's very cozy we've got the fire going um i guess one of the biggest downsides is um having to be really on it with damp management which is really relevant uh, for using cloth nappies but um on the flip side we have this really lovely lifestyle which is really in touch with nature and we've got the you know this this morning the swans were coming past and the geese and um and yeah it's just a really lovely way of life but not without its kind of trials yeah. i guess and perhaps just to add you know people will sometimes say oh you know so what you know what do you do and you know do you have a job or <laughs> somehow assuming being on a boat means you don't go to yeah. work and do all the other things you know so yeah. um i mean no, we were both working yeah so we were both working almost full-time I suppose for several years and now now with baby I'm working part-time and I use one of the outbuildings now as an office that's my <laughs> lockdown arrangement <laughs> um, and but I guess what's different maybe about a daily routine or kind of weekly level routine is especially your kind of energy and water and all those kind of utility type systems you, you do more legwork to actually sort them out mm. you know so mm. we're having to get gas canisters for the gas element of the heating bringing in wood or chopping it um, for the wood element of heating. Um, there was mad rush I had to do before we had the baby to install some extra solar panels. So we had enough electricity to get through the winter because our demand was going to go up. Um, so you're, you're more co- closely connected to your basic resources. But the good thing is that you end up being more frugal. You just can't help it because you've got a smaller space. Yeah. And there's limits to what you can use. It's kind of a, a life decision that gives you some desirable frugality. Yeah. So. Yeah, because yeah. as well as, even though we've got the mooring, we're still off grid, so we don't have any mains electric. We do have a tap now, which has been really helpful, 
when we were cruising we would have to moor up next to taps but now we've got one right here which is good um for filling the water tank yeah so yeah, a lot, lot of the systems are different. We could go on, but that's probably enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to have a caravan, so I kind of vaguely get it in terms of like the filling up your water tank and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, no, and we've got a wood burner in the house, but there's you two sat in t-shirts and I'm in a jumper. <laughs> so I think you're <laughs> <Yeah>. winning. <laughs> yeah. You had to open the window. It's yeah. too hot right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how long have you been using cloth nappies? Since birth. We had, I think, three or four days where we yeah. used disposables um it wasn't long was it i think in so i ended up in hospital just after the birth and i think i took a couple of uh cloth nappies with us thinking mm-hmm. i'll not use these and then i did use them in a couple i think one or two in the hospital but mostly were on disposables for the first three or four days and then yeah, i don't think we've used one since then actually yeah. I, we often we have them with us we've got a few just in case we're not you know we're yeah. not being too purist about it. if we need to use them we will do but there's not really been any need because when we're out yeah. cloth nappies are fine we haven't so. run out i suppose it's no, kind of having yeah. an emergency stash isn't it yeah 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 and he's grown out i guess now with his newborn ones yeah we'll have to yeah, yeah. On. yeah we used a nappy library for the first uh two two months i think it was so that was great because that just sorted out all our immediate needs and then now we've switched on to our own, uh, yeah, our own supplies of them. So, mm. yeah, pretty much since day four. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and what made you go down the route after cloth nappies? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is the waste that comes from disposables and the sort of chemicals and, um, you know, they're, it's not like you're just throwing away a bit of paper. They're quite highly manufactured. Uh, disposable nappies so I didn't want to be you know when I've spoken to friends who've used disposables they've they've been shocked at the quantity that they throw away and we were kind of dithering you know is it worth it with this setup to to try and add that in or not and whenever we spoke to anyone who'd used disposables and had a kind of environmental focus they were they were shocked at the amount of waste that they were using so that was a big thing for me um, mm. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. I, I guess we didn't really consider otherwise, apart from not being too doctrinal about it and being flexible. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we looked into, because I had heard that in terms of the carbon use, that then there's, you know, the if you weigh up the energy washing. involved in washing and drying versus the manufacture and disposable, disposal yeah. of uh, disposables. Um, they're not hugely different from my understanding. So we did consider... You know, is it worth it? But then when you added in the waste, it was like, oh, okay, that yeah, mm. that is definitely worth it. Because um, it would, yeah, it would have been easier, I guess. I don't know. I guess I expected it to be harder. I expected it to be quite difficult in this setup to use cloth nappies. So I was open to, we might just have to accept if we use disposables. Yeah. But actually, <clears throat> we haven't found, never yeah. say never. We might, you know, I'm not saying. Yeah, if we, we get overwhelmed for whatever reason, then, you know. Then they're there, but. Yeah. Hasn't been the case so far. Yeah. So you've had a really positive experience then. I know it's early days. So far, yeah. I say so. It's achievable. You know, it's, I mean, it's hard work, definitely. We're doing way more laundry. We're we're lucky in that we've moved on to a mooring where just next door there's a a communal washing facility, basically, you know, a washer and a dryer. Mm. Um, So 
that's pretty you know it's not as convenient as you're in a house you just whack them in your washing machine as you go yeah. <laughs> you know that would be outrageous convenience um and i'm sure plenty of people with that setup still find it very hard work but um yeah that means it's all right basically yeah. and so it's just a little bit of trying to find the best system for that's storing true. them as we go and and the routine for washing them and not letting it will build up into one epic day of yes. laundry and, and so on and so forth. And we've already gone for a few different systems yeah. with that, haven't we? But um, I guess the biggest challenge is probably around the drying. Mm. Um, we have found, because, you know, as well as being on a boat, we've gone into this at the beginning of winter, which is the hardest time on a boat it anyway. Is, yeah. You know, we already have issues with damp and we have to open the windows when we're cooking and things, Not you know, before having a baby. So... That's been the, the kind of the most tricky thing is ideally we'd be drying everything outside. Um, and I kind of panicked and made sure we had loads of stock in case we didn't have stuff dry. But um, we have just let ourselves use a tumble dryer um, for quite a bit of things just through these, through these few months. Not for everything, but maybe about half the loads that, that we've done, we've used the dryer. Mm. Um, and then we've had a few, you know, a few days when it's been full of nappies in here overnight um which is not great for the damp um okay. but this is the hardest time so um you know i feel like if we can get through this bit then actually as soon as we get into spring and can actually dry stuff outside a bit more then that will be quite yeah. different um yeah so yeah i think even given this quite tricky setup i mean it must i guess it takes more time doesn't it that's the other thing is it is probably a half a day a week yeah once you add it all up maybe yeah it's it's interesting almost kind of you know in my more more grand moments I, I think of it as a kind of I don't know uh service service to the world or something you know in that you're you know I'm we could be I, I guess it would cost us more money I don't know I've not done the maths you, you could tell us about that but um <laughs> you know we're basically spending more time and inconvenience because it's for everyone's benefit you know and it's like okay We've got to enjoy that fact, <laughs> not just kind of get grumpy about it. It's like, okay, you know, this is a yeah, this is a, this a kind thing to do. Exactly, and you can do that. You don't pay any consequences for doing that. Yeah. Um. And and I don't, you know, obviously for many people that will be the most appropriate choice, and that's and that's fine. But because we can, yeah. I'm happy to to do it. Um, yeah. And we have less free time, but that's the deal. You've got to. You can't just not clean up after yourself, you know? <laughs> so. No, yeah, exactly. I guess it's a simple thing such as like if you're out, you, you put your litter in a bin rather than just throw it on the floor. That costs you an extra few seconds, but it's exactly. a responsible yeah. thing yeah. to do. Um, and then yeah. I guess the cost is the cost of buying the nappies and the laundry. And then it's also, um, you mentioned like your time and stuff. And I guess if you looked at that half a day a week that you're spending in total, um, you know, washing and drying and prepping all your nappies and then compared that to maybe your hourly salary rate, then th there is more of a hidden cost in it as well. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But then that's it. I guess the difference then is that we are we are paying the cost of time rather than that that cost elsewhere basically. yeah and that i don't know i guess i guess my view on this is that, that that people have been living without disposable nappies for generations and doing the cleaning and you clean all your other stuff yeah and it's just adding a bit more okay we're making a bit more mess so we need to wash a bit more often um and <clears throat> yeah i don't know 
feels worth it. Mm. It doesn't feel, yeah, it doesn't feel like that. I don't know, is it hard? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not it. sure. We should count it. We've we been looking lots it, of things, yeah. so we should count yeah, that as yeah. well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it also makes you enthusiastic about, you know, we've been playing with um, aspects of, of EC, elimination communication, or at least uh, timely oh, offering yeah. of a pot to pee and, pee and poo in to save on nappies and like bringing forward the time when, when he can not need nappies would be brilliant. You know, it's, it's you yeah. know, I think we often focus a lot on type of nappy choice and less on what you might do to move forward when baby no longer needs nappy which environmentally could actually have a much greater impact yeah. that kind of behavior so yeah that's another yeah, thing to think about I mean that's a long game <laughs> that's you know, a year or two away but. um so let's go back to talk about your washing facilities what's it like using a shared machine um I just think of like my own machine and after I've washed dog beds I have to put it on a on a clean cycle because otherwise there's dog fluff stuck to everything else forevermore and um are people responsible is it is it okay we were nervous weren't we at first we were nervous we weren't sure we could Fine, actually yeah we thought yeah we were a bit like the first few washes we did, because it's not even our machine, you know, when we're a bit of a kind of add-on, there's a marina and loads of boats that live there. And then we're on an island next door and kind of right. have to sneak in and use it. Not, you know, they have, they don't mind us using it, but we, 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 we felt a bit like, oh gosh, are they going to feel a bit funny about us doing pooey nappies? And at first we'd put clothes on top of the, of the, uh, <laughs> of the poo and be like, just make sure there's no visible poo at the beginning. But very quickly, you know, it doesn't actually seem to have any effect on the machine. The machine is still clean afterwards. Mm. And people are seeing us coming and going and have no problem. And, it, you know, it's quite obvious we're washing nappies. And I guess if you're washing baby stuff, it's kind of taken for granted. There'll be yeah. a bit of poo and puke and wee. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not been an issue, has it? It, it was a thing. It, it kind of took me to the internet a bit in advance of, like, What's the etiquette about nappies and shared machines? What do people do if they use laundrettes? Do they yeah. just do it and it's fine? Mm. Is that looked down upon? And well, I, I, you know, maybe we should put stuff on the internet. But I now having done it for ages, I don't have any qualms about it. You know, no. like at, at least this age poo. Yeah, it might be different. You know, might might change, <laughs> but um, it washes out fine, and you know, it's not a big big yeah. issue. And the um, thing is, like, you definitely you never know what people's personal situations and hygiene are anyway probably quite often people are washing all sorts of stuff off and yeah um you know you don't question it do you <clears throat> yeah um no. i guess yeah, the yeah. other thing that the other thing that has an effect probably more so than the etiquette of washing poo is the etiquette around timing um and the fact that it's like you have to pay in a slot and you get an hour and a half so we've been a bit more uh kind oh, of yeah. cunning about which wash cycles we use um to try and get two loads out of the two pound two pound coins rather than doing yeah. a pre-wash and so we have a slightly different system for washing than we might have done if we just had a kind of could easily do a three hour yeah true load with a pre-wash in it so we do um yeah well we, we kind of keep changing our system don't we at the moment we're dry paling stuff and then before we wash we do a hand kind of wash down of the pooey bits yeah um and then yeah that's that's been working and then just put it on an ordinary mm. 60 synthetics which is the quickest yeah so yeah so the kind of off-the-shelf guidance you know you find online about best techniques don't quite fit or at least if they 
we'd be spending a lot more money and using that machine a lot more, which feels on the, on the verge on of being a bit antisocial, cat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the downsides. Um, but and then another thing is like, you know, to use uh, something like um, Nappy Sun or equivalent, you know, like we were at first, and they were coming out cleaner. We've stopped doing that for now because soaking was creating damp problems. We might go back to that in the spring. I, I don't know. No, I so, just heard that it wasn't really doing the thing. worth it. Yeah, I don't it think it's coming out as clean now. That was saying actually at newborn age, mm. there's not really much point in that. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're not very clear. I mean, we're, we're only we're, we're two months in. We haven't quite worked out what <clears throat> what the best ways and what you're meant to do. And mm. um, you keep get there's you know there's so much different advice uh, yeah. around the way they're meant to do washing that we're kind of, yeah, mixing it up a bit, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and I yeah. think everyone needs to find their own way. But there's so many variables in terms of like what your machine's like and your water hardness and your detergent and what nappy you're using yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff before you add in the extra complications you've got around timing and and it not being your yeah. machine yeah. freak of wonder up to whenever you feel like it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, it takes a, I think it just it takes a bit more thought doing it here, I suppose. Or a yeah. bit of adjusting like yeah. And we'll have a whole other thing to come when we're like maybe in the summer we're on the move and then we'll have a little portable washing machine. Yeah. And that'll have a whole different uh, thing. And probably we'll use that for certain washes and we'll go to a laundry for others and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting yeah, to hear how thought... you get on with that. Yeah. Mm. So we've bought ourselves one of these like you have in caravan sometimes a twin tub one which yeah they take more work and that you have to pour the water in and get it and heat it and then it and transfer for the rinse um so that'll be i guess that'll be a bit more involved um and maybe would yeah maybe would wait till the summer when drying might be easier kind hmm. of out in the in the cratch or thing or something hmm. so yeah it'd be interesting that would be a whole different thing. Although we might just, you know, that I think it's a balance, isn't it, between trying to do the best for the environment and trying to make life easy. It might be that we just decide to do a bit of using laundrettes mm. when we're on the move or going to friends yeah. or whatever. So I mean, it's a lot to think about, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, the challenges of a baby but, anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, in a narrow boat, like space constraints is like really something quite critical and babies come with enough stuff as it is. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. It must have been a big decision for you to use cloth nappies when they do take up more space than just a pack of disposables. I guess it's like with everything in a boat is you just shuffle things around to try and make it work somehow. You know, we've always got this issue of do we have this or that or um, so yeah, I think we're probably not doing it in the most efficient way. We've got a box under the sofa here, so it's always at hand, and we've got two boxes uh, under the bed. Um, yeah. And I guess we've got it's, spare space, like in the in the outbuilding. So yeah, although that's not been so that's so that or the relevance of that is that I bought a load of kit that turned out we didn't really need, so I did a load of eBaying to get to get the nappies. So the stuff that we don't need is is in the outhouse but all mm. the stuff we're using is on the boat um, mm. yeah it just kind of works you, you space is a premium and there's always a sort of a trade-off of move that here and shuffle that there but yeah it has it's kind of worked maybe yeah. we've got a duvet less than we had before or something like that i don't know okay it's not working yeah, yeah. good <laughs> i guess because lots of people live in in smaller 
places don't they like um particularly flats in large cities and space is a real premium and you have to make that way up about yeah. what you have yeah i mean that is that's having a baby that is yeah. kind of there's that's we're you know we're having to make that we've got small toys rather than giant uh push along car yeah. toys and we've you know we've got little books and we haven't got stuff all out on the floor and we have to be a bit more tidy with things i think that's that's small spaces like you say of all kinds and that's having a baby is you make mm. different uh different compromises i suppose and yeah we are not having any of the really really big toys but we have chosen to prioritize this um and that's probably taking up about that much space so we could have maybe two of those bouncy jumperoos mm -hmm. or we could have cloth nappies it's, yeah yeah it's a good way to look at it <laughs> so social media in particular is um a place where you often see lots of large beautiful stashies of club nappies and I'm a little bit guilty of it myself and that I do have more than I perhaps need um like how many nappies do you have like how many do you really need if you're on a sort of space constraint um I'm <laughs> have you ever I'm equally uh guilty of that oh. um, <laughs> yeah um how many have we got oh my god loads uh I panicked basically before having him because I just, I couldn't work out how our system was going to work in advance. And I thought, what if we can't wash anything for a week or two weeks or something? What mm. what happens then? So I just got loads. And I, because I was, we bought them secondhand, I kind of bid on a few to just see what came. So we've, I think we've got, oh my gosh. <laughs> may take a minute. Loads. We've got loads. We've probably got about 30, um, all in ones or not all in ones but um pocket ones yeah and then loads more wraps and boosters um someone told me that you need about 30 to wash every few days and i just thought you know what let's just double it because of our <laughs> washing setup uh so it's ridiculous we've got loads so i yeah i can't but, really complain about space that much it's not like we actually use them no. or get through all of them is it no, like, no. because you want, you want to wash them within a few days anyway yeah. so yeah. i think it's probably on our to-do list and hopefully we'll do it before these four to pass them on <laughs> to yeah. someone else who can use them you know yeah i think um, so uh, yeah that's it i think we've got way more than we need <laughs> <laughs> what style of nappy do you find works best for you yeah it's interesting i feel like we haven't um experiment as, as much since the beginning we started off with the the cloth uh nappy library and um i guess at that point so the things that would dry quickest was the priority so we did a lot of uh wraps and boosters and things like that and then um i got a whole load of pocket nappies and that's what we've been using i don't know whether that's been a, a wise decision or just sort of what we've fallen into um yeah i've got know. an observation yeah uh well, it's, it's twofold one is i guess and because we had all sorts to start with i guess we've tried pretty much every category um <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure yeah don't try yeah. if we paid loads of attention well i didn't <clears throat> in terms of optimizing or kind of noticing how long different things took to dry and all that sort of stuff the, the one so, so partly it's like I, i'm kind of surprised how long you can be doing it doing it day in day out without having firm views on it you know 
and we just mix and match the things that the the insides that are meant to go on nappy x almost never end up inside you know it's just whatever's the hand, <laughs> that'll, that'll absorb stuff that'll go in there whatever yeah. i do not worry about it. Poppers, it should go with something whatever at some point they may meet you yeah. know but i guess also though and you know maybe this is something we could try and do do more with our setup the ones i guess it's, it's the pocket ones where there's no there's no absorbency you've basically got the waterproofing and you've got the kind of the wicking fabric um they they will dry really fast the nappy bit um where, and, and the liners are, you know it's st stuff you can put in the tumble dryer so that you know that combo actually is really good the ones we tend to get st stuck with taking ages to dry in the boat are the ones that yeah the all-in-ones basically yeah um because we don't really want to be tumble dry um and they take longer to dry so actually yeah, yeah that's true that's that kind we haven't used for our setup um maybe not the all-in-ones is maybe better just because yeah. you can separate the bits in terms of how you dry them yeah um and also yeah well no i was going to say you can uh, put different amounts of, of uh, boosters in but you can do that anyway so oh, yeah we actually the other type that we haven't been using is i don't know what the official term is but when there's a much thicker wrap so rather than have a waterproofing they've got a, a kind of thick fleece or thick mm. um this is the thing i can't remember any of the names of things but the ones um, with the sheep on then there ones. are some little lambs ones yeah but oh, like a two-part system got, but yeah exactly so yeah. that they we haven't been using those i think because of their drying first mm. how quickly things dry is really important so yeah that's the kind we haven't used so much i when we were um before he was born we were both kind of doing all sorts of research trying to get our heads around what you meant to do with what and, and i sort of had this like big thing on the to-do list research and understand cloth nappies and it sort of <laughs> felt like this like god we can't have the baby till we've got our head around the nappies ah <laughs> and um i spoke to a friend who's involved in the um nappy library and just sort of said to her like look i've got this on my list and she was sort of kept sending me different bits of information and I was like, do I need to sit down and get my head around this? Or can I just, is it sort of logical that if I've got a thing that looks absorbent, I can mix it with a thing that looks waterproof? And she was like, yeah, chill out. You can basically roll up an old t-shirt if you really need to. Yeah. Like it is actually common sense. And it sort of seemed like when you read all this stuff and it's P-U-L and A-O-I and put the thing with the booster in the light, <laughs> it sounds really complicated. Then it's like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. So you need, yeah, it's actually... It's not that complicated, really, once you get your head around it. So, yeah. so we yeah. kind of haven't got our head around the ins and outs of the different brands. Yeah. We sort of muddle through in it. We've done, it we've done, done an innovation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the kind of the outer uh, bits of cloth. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, um, well, I guess, yeah, you know, I guess a common frustration is going to be if baby does a poo, maybe even a small uh, poo. Uh, and kind of writes off a nappy, that nappy then needs washing when actually there's loads of absorbency, it could be on for ages yeah. uh, to be weeding. Um, and so what we start doing is cutting up little rectangles of kind of wicking material. So you cut up the fleece basically into rectangles and we have that, because it's soft as well, we have that in contact with the skin. And then that's like the first layer. And so very often, if there's a change, we can just take the fleece off and what's underneath is fine, the nappy goes back on. Yeah. Whereas with the pocket style, with the surfaces there already, if that's pooed on, then that's a nappy change, you know. Yeah. So it also helps with like we have been using nappy queen a bit, and that means that we don't need to worry about 
damaging their nappies because so it the cream goes, goes on the into fleece. the fleece. Yeah. Mm. And it keeps them getting stained so much as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it takes most of the poo. Yeah. So yeah, so we've that's uh that's our innovation. Yeah, that's a good idea. Then if it's cut down your washing. And lots of people worry about taking their cloth um on holiday and they switch to disposables during that time when they don't perhaps want to. Um you're kind of almost living a holiday lifestyle in the sense that you've not got your own washing machine in, in the house and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. What would your tips be for someone who's thinking about taking their nappies on holiday with them? I suppose it depends how long you're going away for and whether you've got a washing machine there, doesn't it? Like, I guess yeah. we've been on holiday. And obviously, we're, we're living in weird times anyway. <clears throat> so holidays have been essentially spending time in houses of people <clears throat> where we're in a, either support or childcare bubble with. So... That's all we've had so far. Mostly been at my mum's, isn't it? That has no, usually no. meant a kind of a laundry holiday. It's like brilliant. Pack, pack, pack all the washing, <laughs> put it in the car. <laughs> you know, and yeah. we wouldn't. And again, normally the we'd be looking to. Full of laundry, yeah. Because because we were like, oh, what a great opportunity. We'll save yeah, yeah. it up. So on one level, <laughs> if there's a washing machine, take your laundry is is one 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 level of analysis. <laughs> um, if you're going in a car, I mean, we'd look, be looking to travel by train in the future, but. Um, I guess I think it's possible the actual nappies haven't taken up that much room the the yeah. reason that we've ended up with so much is we've taken like a week's worth of laundry but my intention is to pack to pack the next time we go away is to pack everything so it'll fit in the pram we've got this sort of bag thing that fits on the pram and so I've been sort of noticing how much space are the nappies actually taking away taking up and um, if we take 20 nappies which would be plenty for sort of three days or so before having to wash then that takes up about that much space yeah. and actually that's not that's not crazy no. again it's like well you're making a choice you could be taking a really thick coat or not if it was summer or you could take some nappies or not you still need all you know all the changing mat and wipes and uh, all of that sort of thing is the same as if you're doing disposable yeah the only difference is the bulk of the nappies which I reckon is about that much and that's I guess if you were going for a week, you might want that twice because you'd need enough. Well, it depends if you can wash whilst you're away, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. If you could wash every day or two, then you can do two days worth and maybe yeah. you'd wash every 10. So, yeah, I guess, it, you know, it's an advanced planning thing, isn't it? We've not done it where we've not had access to I imagine you'd recce where you're going and so know washing what washing and drying facilities you have and pack numbers of nappies accordingly. And have some have to do emergency disposables just anyway. in case. It's like you do all that thinking for the clothes. Yeah. Oh, how many how many sleep suits are we going to need? How likely is he to puke on them? Yeah. It's just a bit more of that. Yeah. And, that, I, mean, and I, I, I imagine also you'd, you'd grade you'd grade your washing a bit, wouldn't you? So it's not that everything would need full put it in a washing machine. Some things could be quick rinse and you know get get it dry. And then reuse it and some things yeah. in, in you know like the clothing if you I expect that we'll do that a lot more in the summer when we're not worrying about drying it's just not be although not with nappies if it's if it's soiled you still need to wash it mm. yeah. yeah so yeah sorry that was a short a short snappy answer <laughs> <laughs> um, don't do those, really. no but um <laughs> yeah a bit it's workable and it's just yeah can you pack it and can you deal with it whilst you're there isn't it or, and have yeah. a good waterproof and, bag and to bring have, it back yeah in. exactly you have a you have a waterproof bag like if you're going out anywhere yeah yeah Which i personally traveled with cloth in my with my caravan um 
and it, for me it was just well, this is what's happening um but then I made sure we booked campsites with laundry facilities so it was the only yeah. downside we have is um we always have a um two nights like a night on the way there and a night on the way back where we're wild camping so that night I've got no access mm -hmm. to um, even water yeah, <laughs> a machine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. doable so you just that like, with everything is exactly you just you, you think it through and you take a few more yeah um, I yeah I'm curious how it'd be when we go on the train somewhere I feel like it should be possible mm. and you know it's just yeah a bit more stuff yeah yeah and you know there's kind of you know I think over time, at least at the moment, he could be doing, you know, well, you know, we're getting a fair amount of, of poos and weeds, not in nappies, you know, and so if you're out wild camping in the woods, it, a baby is a pretty inconsequential uh, <laughs> action, you know, to kind of, you see the signs, hold him over, over some uh, fire tree or whatever, and then cover it up, you know, so, yeah. you know, I, I imagine we'd be resourceful. Yeah. Everything's more possible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so finally, what has been the biggest benefit to you in using cloth nappies? I like the pretty <laughs> patterns. Yeah. <laughs> I did think that first. And I said I can't say that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. Um. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's more like I feel like it's a collection of benefits in a way. It's you know he's not got chemicals on his skin. We're um, we're making a big difference at not getting stuff put into landfill his bum looks pretty um the, the, he can i think you can leave them for longer with a cloth nappy on compared to if you put a chemical one on so i feel like it's actually less headspace in that respect because like you know i feel like we probably change change less than we might do if he was in a disposable <laughs> and the warm fuzzy feeling of knowing we're doing our bit i guess as well yeah yeah, it's good, and it's yeah, it's just it's fine, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It was really lovely hearing about how you're making it work for you in these sort of setup you've got in in your home life. Yeah, thank My you. pleasure. Thank Cheers. you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review. And if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting, then please feel free to share it with them as well. Mm -hmm.